Hello, my food and mood friends. Welcome back. Chandra Zoss is in Odyssey. Gut health coaching, food and mood changes made doable without missing out. So today I want to talk about fear. I, this is a little bit of a, a raw topic for me, and it's something that really affects gut health and affects all of our lives. And it seems to be a little bit more prevalent these days, this year, than a lot of years. So I want to give you guys my spin on how I think about gut health and fear and when it's useful and when it's not useful. I'm going to start out by talking about like the usefulness of fear. So fear is something that has helped us humans survive or really any animal survive. When we feel fear, our physiology changes and our blood flow changes into a state where it helps us survive. So it can either help us go into fight or flight, which is a survival mechanism. So fear is a useful thing if you're standing on a cliff edge or if someone is pulling a knife on you in a dark alley, like you want that fear response. But what's happening these last, well, <laughs> in our modern era and also in this crazy year of COVID is that fear is becoming this chronic issue. It's really easy to be scared a lot, to be scared of getting COVID, to be scared of the implications of what might happen. And what happens is that our brain can kind of go wild with fears. And my family, we tend to have some fears. And so it's something that I have worked on a lot in my life. And I really have come to like a pretty healthy relationship with fear. And I'm still totally human. And this last year has been hella hard for me. Like this last year, some of my scariest nightmares have come close to true. And so my brain has gotten into a little bit of a hyper aware on the edge of like hyper scared place. So what happens when we have a lot of chronic fear in our body is that the blood goes away from our digestive system, it goes away from our gut. So it's really common to lose appetite and it's also really common to try to comfort ourselves. Like one of the default things that we all do with negative emotions like fear is we try to comfort ourselves with external things like food. We try to eat to feel better because when we eat, it does feel better. We get a dopamine hit. That is something, another survival mechanism. Like it, we're wired to feel good when we eat. But when we're using food to address fears and when our digestive system is not really functioning and doesn't have the enzymes going and isn't rocking it, then it can create an overaccumulation and undigestion and, and gut problems. It's part of, it's part of the package. So I want to share with you guys, first I want to, I want to actually describe the visceral feeling for me of fear. So one of the ways that I work with fear is through awareness and through really watching my patterns. That, the way to change is to really bring awareness to our patterns and then, and then interrupt them. So one of the things that I've brought attention to is my posture. 
So I've noticed that like when I get into a place of fear, I kind of start to like crawl in a little bit and curl in on myself. Like whether it's my shoulders down or my neck up, like there's this fear position that I start to notice my body physically get into. I also notice like a contraction in my system. I can feel my body almost like getting smaller, like a pressure almost. And I also really notice my mind spin. My mind starts to go like in these crazy places. I also notice that like I wake up in the middle of the night with like a little bit of a jolt and my mind racing, which means that my brain is processing things and there's unconscious things and subconscious things that are inside of my issue, inside of my issues, inside of my tissues and circulating through my brain. Which brings me to all emotions go through our brain. Even a fear response, like we can be scared of something that hasn't even happened or that may even not happen, but the idea of it happening can create fear. And so this is where brain management really comes in handy is in managing our brain and managing how our brain is thinking about things, is worrying about things. So worry is a really not useful emotion. Now, when we're scared of things, something really good to go towards is what can I do? Is there something I can do proactively to prevent something from happening? Like let's say for COVID, we have COVID as a circumstance in our world, and it's really easy to spin out and go down really crazy rabbit holes of apocalyptic, whatever your brain might come up with. All of our brains are coming up with scenarios. But the useful part of thinking about COVID and our brain helping us survive is to think, well, what can I do preventatively? Some people may say, well, I can wear a mask, I can wash my hands extra, I can not go indoors. These are all preventative things where fear is useful. Now, imagining all of the worst case scenarios is not useful. What happens when we spin out and we dwell and we worry and we ruminate, ruminate could be positive or negative, but we let our mind go to a place that is imagining things that might happen and, and doing it on repeat, what happens is we create this level of fear in our body and it changes our physiology, it changes our gut function. So what I encourage you to do, if this is, and what I'm doing and what I wanna offer you, I've been hearing more and more fear stories around and so this is partly where this podcast idea came from is that I really wanna offer help to those who are dwelling and struggling in a little bit of fear. So what I do is I really watch my brain, I watch my feelings, I watch my thoughts, and I really proactively, intentionally, deliberately talk to my brain and say, okay, what is really important and what can I do to prevent it? And is this story really necessary? Is, this, is there a usefulness to me worrying about this? And really managing my brain when it comes to those catastrophic stories that create fear in my body. So, <laughs> fear is a very powerful emotion. I would even say that it's one of, 
the most powerful emotions because fear is what has helped us, those of us who have survived and who have passed on the next generations, fear is a part of our survival mechanism. And so our brains are wired for fear. Fear is easy. Marketers know this, like incite fear, incite urgency, and you will get people to do what you want. News, like the things that, what is the, one of the quotes I recently heard, if it doesn't, in order to lead the headlines, you have to make it bleed. Like there's this intensity that all of our brains are geared towards. And I have noticed in myself and I've noticed in the people around me and the people that I've talked to is that like this year particularly there is this hyper sensitivity to fears and to what's potentially going to happen. And so really being aware of how that affects our body and really in my, you know, f fear, like if you really go down the rabbit hole, like fear is something that actually undermines and hurts our health, whether it's in the food habits that we choose, whether, it, I mean, it's become this joke of the COVID-15. Everybody's gaining weight, whether they're bored or they're feeling these negative emotions and they're putting food in their mouth to feel better. There's this cycle that's happening to all of us, depending on how we are dealing with it but there's a cycle of potential fear loops. And so I want you to use this as a way to interrupt that fear loop and be in your centered self that can do preventative things and really either do your own brain management or get help managing your brain and really checking in with which fears are valid which fears are not valid, which fears are useful, which fears are not useful, and really addressing the fear itself instead of using shopping or food or drinking or smoking to help you feel better. When we, like what's what's really crazy about COVID is that, I didn't mean this whole podcast to be about COVID, but it keeps popping in my mind. I'm thinking about you. What's crazy about COVID is that like so much of COVID depends on our immune health and our immune health is very connected to our gut health. It's also really opposite of all of our bad habits, all of the things that we put in our mouth to feel better, like smoking or alcohol or comfort foods or excess foods. These things harm our gut health, harm our immune health. And so... For me, coming from a health perspective, learning how to address our feel fears internally as opposed to using external things is crucial at this point. So I want to give you this information. I want you to work on, your, work on yourself to implement it and question it and stop the loops, be preventative and... Yeah, one more thing. The other thing that I think is really important to understand is the resistance to fear. When we resist fear, I actually had this really interesting moment a few nights ago when I woke up in the middle of the night. I I woke up to, with like a little bit of a jolt and I had this intense emotion, this fear emotion. And then I felt this fluttering and I felt myself kind of like disassociate and I was like whoa that was really interesting I was like my part of me noticed that I was having this intense 
emotion and part of me thought, I can't handle this, I'm gonna leave. And this is something, this is a pattern that I have worked on a lot over my, the last couple of decades because as a child, that was my default thing was to disassociate. That was how I kind of coped with my experience of my childhood and the hard emotions that I didn't know how to deal with. And so in looking at that, I saw that this is one of my patterns is like, okay, and, and, and how I can repair that because disassociating is useful in very extreme situations, but it's not useful as an ongoing habit. And so the opposite of disassociation or avoidance or resistance is to feel, is to feel the fear. So breathing into the fear, not being scared of the fear. It's actually a really beautiful line that my man told my little one lately. She also has some fears. Um, and she, he was teaching her, like we're, we've been really proactive about helping her face fears, like falling or doing something wrong or, you know. And he was telling her, he's like, you know, fear is okay. But for being afraid of fear is something to, I don't remember the words he used, but something to question and look at. And so that's the other piece that I want to offer you is that like the feeling of fear is okay to feel. There's nothing to be afraid of. It's just a feeling. And so the other night in bed, when I noticed myself disassociating, I was like, okay, well, let's go back there. Let's change this, interrupt this pattern. And let's think about, and well, not think about, let's feel this fear. So what does this fear feel like? You know, it feels heavy, it feels a little suffocating, it feels tense, it feels, it feels dense. There's a, yeah, for me right now, fear is an emotion that I am sitting with a lot lately. And my work with myself is, is allowing that fear and feeling it and not resisting it, not disassociating, really staying present with myself. Luckily, I really have these tools, so I'm not turning to bad habits to make me feel better. So I'm in the place, and this is what I do with my clients, is like help them get to the place where we can feel our feelings and manage our brain. And I really hope that this episode was really useful to you. It's gold in my opinion, and go out there, go in there and feel and do this. You've got this. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for, for your time.